Hello. Hello. So we're actually doing this. Yes. Finally worked. <laughs> I think we should probably introduce ourselves. Yes, we probably should. <laughs> you go first. Okay. I'm Jaina, 19. I'm American. I'm from Massachusetts. And I am a beginner drummer, beginner guitar player, and beginner piano player. I am also a huge Disney fan. Like, Disney Plus has changed my life. And, yeah. You next. Okay. So, uh, I'm Amy. I'm 27. I'm English. So, from England. Um, I adore Disney. It's helped me immensely throughout my life. Um, I also like um, computers, so I'm currently learning computer code. And that's it. Yeah. So, <laughs> we should probably discuss how we met. Yes, we probably should. So we it's met, a weird story. We met on a support app, and the app had no contact information allowed. So we and once we needed more than that, the app could give us. We decided to delete the app and be and actually start talking outside the app. And I think it's benefited us greatly, even though it's only been less than twenty four hours. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've we've spoken on the app for seven months now, so we do know each other pretty well. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Maybe we should start by saying our favorite, like Disney films, Disney characters. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to go first? Okay. So my favorite. Disney film is tech. I'm gonna say Star Wars because it's technically Disney now. But my it favorite, is. But my favorite animated film would be like Beauty and the Beast. I also uh, love the live action Aladdin. I think they did a better job of representing Middle Eastern culture than the animated one did. And parts of that were filmed in England, apparently. Yeah, the actress who plays Jasmine is British. Yeah. Random fact. Yep. Uh, my favorite characters would Belle because we're both we both love reading. Um, live action Jasmine was very inspiring to see. What about you? Um, mine, without a doubt. Is Beauty and the Beast. Um, when I was a baby, apparently, my parents used to put it on and I'd just sit there staring at the screen, my mouth open. I was like, one. And it started a lifelong love. Um, my favourite uh, characters, weirdly, are um, Belle, obviously, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um, Jasmine, but more the live action than the cartoon, because I felt the cartoon was a bit naff in some respects. And also it was quite rude in terms of culture. Yeah, 
the live action animated one definitely well a lot of yeah. old classics and i will i just want to get this disclaimer out there we are not yep. responsible for destroying any childhoods you are listening to this at your own risk yes that is a good disclaimer actually <laughs> probably should have started with that um yeah other films that i love uh although now are considered not the best are lady and tramp i used to love that film i still do but not as much further life action um and the aristocrats it's uh i I think i used to watch it as a kid with my sister and it reminds me of that more than anything yeah childhood dreams yeah yeah um now, should we do our favorite Pixar films? Because I feel like they're different. Yeah. See, I, weird fact, even now, the only Pixar film that I can watch is Finding Dory. The others, I always, always cry through. Yeah. I've never seen Finding Dory, but I did like, I when I was eight toy story three came out and i remember seeing it in theaters for like a birthday party and i remember my mom and i like sobbing at the end yeah i had to leave the cinema and i was like 18 at the time so it doesn't really bode well yeah. for toy story three yeah. and then they made a fourth one which i heard is even sadder yes it is i haven't seen it but i know someone who has yeah same but yeah where yeah my favorite pixar movie is brave because i like that merida doesn't have a prince i've never actually seen that film probably should yeah brave it's the cast is basically a harry potter reunion oh cool i like harry potter yeah so i enjoyed seeing brave i liked how she didn't have a love interest yeah, that is good because that's, that's the classic Disney thing that you know you always need to have a guy come and save you, which so is not true. Yeah, she was supposed to have a love interest, but they scrapped it. So fun little detail. Cool, always helpful. Yeah, so, little details always helpful. Yeah. So should uh, we talk about your music? Like, I know you're not a musician per se. No, but... Do you have any favourite artists that you listen to? Yes. Um, Music is a bit of an awkward one for me, actually. Um, I love musical theatre. So (laughs) most of my Spotify account is uh, filled with uh, musical theatre soundtracks. But I also quite like Taylor Swift. Those are good ones. Now, I know what this answer is, but the viewer listeners don't. Do you have a favorite musical? And Disney musicals, of course. Uh, but my favorite non-Disney musical is Les Mis. Yeah. 
which is really surprising because it is really, really sad. But it's so beautifully written and like it just hits you in the in the heart every time you see it. Um, my favorite musical is Heather's. Um, some of the soundtrack is a bit risque, I'd say. It's a bit more towards like adults than kids. But yeah, I listen to mostly unknown artists because for those that don't know me, I used to study music technology. But 2020 decided to 2020 and basically mess everything up. And I decided that waiting for a bit would be the best decision for me. I'd say my favorite artists are Sincerely Yours. Milfoiled are both bands at my well now former college. Hopefully I'll hopefully I'll get them on an episode. Um and I do listen to Glee because I'm a Gleek at heart. Oh yeah, I forgot to add I also like Glee and Sincerely Yours. I forgot to add that. Yeah. Well Sincerely Yours is still new to you, so you're kind of forgiven there. <laughs> yeah, true. But I'll send you Milfoil Spotify link if you want later. Yes, please. Thank you. Yeah. So, any, so this is basically an introduction episode. So I personally got interested in drumming on GarageBand because I got a new iPhone for last Christmas and I was messing around on GarageBand. I'm like, oh, I really like the drums. There was just one tiny thing holding me back. I'm sensitive to sound. So that's always entertaining. Yes. With drums, it's like I'll accidentally, like back when I was on campus, I'd actually, I'd accidentally hit the drum too loud. And it would like startle me. Used to startle me so bad. But I've gotten desensitized to it a little bit, but it's. But the same thing with piano and guitar. I was messing around on GarageBand and decided to. Pursue it further? Yeah. Guitar was the first I, the guitar is the first in just in, instrument I got. Got it for $40 in US money at school and the keyboard I own I got for free from my cousins so shout out um but if you could Amy if you could play any instrument what would it be and why um well not a lot of people know this actually about me but as a kid I used to play piano um, up until I was about 15 um, and then I had to stop due to um, uh, I also have sensitivity to sound so that's why I had to stop but I would like to continue it because 
I always find that playing an instrument um, gets you out of your head. It's like, it's kind of like art in a way, if that makes sense. Like you can, when you're feeling sad, you paint a picture that represents you being sad. You can do that with music as well. Like you can tell when someone's bitten in peace, whether they were sad, happy, angry, mix of all three. Yeah. If you want an example of sad, stream lovely by Sincerely Yours. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember like listening to the album at like seven, at, like six in the morning and like sobbing when it first came out. <laughs> Yeah, I've done that. Not with with other bands that I like. Yeah, like Taylor Swift, I'm sure, is like a prime example. Yes. Uh, also, The Lion King. Because, um, yeah. as everyone knows, that's a very sad film. Although I love it. Uh, I've even seen it in the theatre, which I was very lucky to. Um I still cry at certain parts. And even if I play the music, it still makes me cry. Yeah. I saw the live action one in theaters because I was actually, I don't think one of us might have been mourned. I don't think it might be you. It came out in the 90s, so I was like, yeah. Is this? It came out in 1994 because it came out because he's a year younger than me. Okay, so, yeah, I thought it was 94, but just wanted to fact check before I said anything. Yeah, fair. So, now, now, since we are from different countries and continents, I'm sure the music scene is probably a little different in each country, so should we talk about that a bit? Yeah, could do. Well, what's music saying like in your country? Uh, no, well, right now there's like it's all virtual because 2020 had to 2020. Yep. Um, but I know Boston and Worcester have like huge music scenes, like normally, like at night. Um, my friends in Maine do gigs a lot. Well, they did, they do gigs a lot over the summer. And they get decent crowds. They did like a whole concert once with like just them, like in August of 2019. So what LA is like huge in music, Nashville in particular, especially country. Yeah, country's really big here. In fact, actually, every March, apart from 2020, uh, they have a big uh country to country uh festival where a lot of uh, american um country artists come to the uk and perform it's um it starts from the friday so the first friday in march to the sunday and they have different acts on each day um and i've i've been to the last three or four festivals yeah, three or four festivals. I can't remember how many. <laughs> and that's really interesting, actually, because you have, like, like the really big acts that are on the big stage. 
um, and then you have like a little stage. And in fact, actually, one of the, um, the from the TV series Nashville, one of the actors from that um, played a couple of songs during the festival. So I got to see that, which was quite cool. Um, but there's also like lots of little pop-up stages they're called outside because London's pretty much the main hub for music there are lots of like little concert halls that people play at but the main kind of like the big where the big stages are is London but we more have festivals over here we have like so we have Gustenberry which is usually in June I've never been. I don't like festivals. <laughs> uh, another thing with music is if you're sensitive to lights and sound, it's not always the best place. Um, we went to... Yeah, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> but... um. No, so we have lots of like little festivals. I say little, but like they're huge. They're a huge big deal over here. Um, we also ha- used to have the V Festival, um, which is actually not too far from where I live. I used to go to school there. Um, so, um, but that's now. I think that's now closed down. Uh, uh, carry on. Sorry, I think I moved the point on. Yeah, I think that festival is kind of like Coachella in a way yeah it it's quite big in the sense that you have quite like famous acts so like i think um rihanna was on there one year um i can't remember the rest we also have a big festival end of june beginning of july uh which is like an all-day festival uh and taylor swift actually was on there a few years ago no because I went to go and see that with uh, my family yeah I've never been to a concert or festival my sound sensitivity doesn't really allow that like I'd have to wear like earplugs yeah and those don't always work and sometimes it takes away from the experience unless you're in the front row in which case you probably kind of need them yeah i as I said, I've been to a few uh, country, country uh, festivals, but I've actually had to stop going because um, I have, as I said, I've had sensitivity to light and sound. So with all the strobe lighting and also with the in arena, can you imagine how loud it is? It, it triggers my anxiety quite badly. So um, after that, we decided that uh, it was better not to but we, you can still listen to them on the um what you call them there's the r r r place music really old-fashioned i can't think of the word now radio radio that's it yes thank you <laughs> i forget words Well, other so do you want to say something? Uh, I did want to say yeah. That 
episodes should be released every Sunday. I think that's what we agreed on. Yeah, that is what we agreed on. Yeah. And as we said, we're in different countries. So there is a five-hour time difference. Yeah, there was a five-hour time difference. So I'm five hours behind. So it is 11.40 where I am. am. It's 20 to 5 p.m. here. So that may affect uh episode times would you say potentially yeah just expect like sun expect sundays yeah Can't that's put- really all we can say yeah cause- and we're probably gonna have guests on the podcast so yeah so we yeah. have to figure out those schedules although luckily most if not all my friends are on college break so there should be unlimited free time there yeah um, but this is this podcast has been a long time coming for both of us and then last night I thought of like we should do it together and, yeah. and then you then you uh, messaged me this morning and said well it was your morning for my afternoon and said let's do the podcast together I was like yes yeah. 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 it's a good project for us since we don't work yes starting in january i'll be looking i'll probably work at like a bookstore or something because it's quiet Uh, yeah i don't i don't work and i'm looking to work at for something to work at home so that shouldn't affect anything too much Yeah, so I think that's the beginning, right? Yes, this is the beginning. Is there anything else you want to say or talk about? Um, I did want to give a shout out to the podcast Two Degrees Hotter for giving me the information on how to do how to work with Anchor and do a podcast and co-host and guests and all that. Okay. Anything else? So- no, I think that's it. Okay. Um, See you next Sunday. Yes. Till next Sunday.